0: A few things. Um, Just as a context, uh, this week has been really, really, really hard on Bosnia and Herzegovina, simply because for many people it feels the way it felt in 92, right before the war started, all these divisions Attempts to block everything, threats of war, pulling out, secession. That was um, it's still going on. I think a session in the United in uh, United Nations uh, Security Council uh, reports on Bosnia I had to go in over further. Uh, political gains behind a closed door took place where Bosnia lost, really, those guys who are threatening or bullying. Everybody in Bosnia had to go in and the international community. They actually ended up getting their way. And um, it's really depressing right now, uh, the situation here. And last night, I had a a privilege of attending a dinner where the U.S. ambassador to Bosnia was present as well. And we had a chance to talk, all all of us together, about the situation in Bosnia. And it was, it's clear what needs to be done, but uh, not clear that it will be done. So in the context, everything else is, is happening. We uh, went to Austria for just two days, one night, one morning, uh, talked to a group of uh, business men in this particular case, uh, who are trying to establish uh, some kind of digital platform to improve uh, finding customers or suppliers. We'll see where that will go. I also had a first meeting of the people who said that they would like to help with the with the process of establishing an institute that I talked about. It was the very first good meeting about 11 people showed up. I wrote first uh, the draft of the uh, project documentation that needs to be part of the application process uh, at the level of the cantonal Assembly or Parliament. Uh, We are, um, it's an enthusiastic group of people. They already made some contribution in terms of writing, project ideas, the name for the institute and so on. And we're gonna meet again pretty soon. Uh, this Saturday, uh, there will be Congress, um, uh, as i mentioned, the, where we will elect, uh, first of all, vote on, on uh, passing the amendments to the bylaws, uh, and then uh, vote for uh, the positions that are op- open within the presidency of the platform for progress. Uh, We'll submit reports uh, and offer reports or or, um, a report on the state of the Platform for Progress to our delegates, and after that we will have the uh, continuation of the convention that was interrupted. Uh, Hopefully that all goes well, It's going to be in person with a few people who couldn't make it to Sarajevo, they will be attending remotely. All our uh, time this week, several past weeks, um, has been going to the activities related to the Congress and the convention themselves. Um, We complained often about the media the media being uh, sort of, that there was a blockade of the media outlets and that we are very rarely exceptionally rarely show up in the media these days, whereas in the past we used to uh, be doing much better. Um, I got a call actually um, yesterday, two days ago, uh, from the they had to go to TV, the, the national TV station, they, they asked me to to actually uh, appear as a guest in one of their talk shows, um, and that should happen in about uh, less than a couple of hours, so that's going to be uh, the first appearance after a long wait. After a long pause, so we'll see what it means. Uh, hopefully, we will talk about the current situation in the country. Um, a lot of discussions. A lot of people asked asked us about our plans for the elections. We haven't announced um, that we will have the candidate. We haven't announced any of the candidates for any position, including the, the presidency. Well, we are really looking at the situation in the country to see how it's going to develop. The conversation con- conversations continue uh, in the country uh, between the international community and the politicians, mostly mostly those three. Uh, we call them tribal chiefs. Um, and then sometimes they call with the opposition. The the international community sometimes talks to the opposition parties as well um, about uh, future changes. Electoral law. Electoral law is one of the big issues, um, and it we will, will have we will have to see how it happens in the future. But. There are attempts to limit the rights of the people when they vote even further, therefore essentially establishing a third entity uh, so that every one of the three major powers have their own voting district that's so heavily leading to them because over the years they've had the privilege of finding jobs for all of those people and thus making them dependent on the will of the party chiefs. Uh, so we'll see. That will determine um, our strategy as well, because some of the calls for change in the electoral law include the possibility of the member of the presidency or the two members of the presidency coming from the Federacja, federation entity, unlike Republic, Republican of subscribe to be elected not directly through the ballots, but from or amongst the members of the of the Parliament of the Parliamentary Assembly. Uh, not really a good idea. We we were clear in our in displeasure with such a proposal. There are other proposals who that are dealing with the issue of uh, international court decisions about limited rights of the people regarding the uh, elections for the presidency, because you have to be either a Serb, a Croat, or a Bosniak to become member, to be a member of the presidency after the international court's decision. Uh, it has to be resolved so that others can be as well. And uh, there are some attempts to basically say, well, just strip the designation from any uh, ethnic labeling. Like from the Federation, you, you select two people. Um, but if the first one, the second one cannot be from the same ethnic group as the first one, for example. And uh, how do you make that sure? Well, you basically. They're trying to, this is so interesting, they're trying to create a new voting um, region, area, uh, voting district just for that day. And then it disappears. Just for that day. So they say the person, for example, one of the suggestions was that the person who gave up, who came for uh, came in first, all the voting districts where the person was first will be taken out of the consideration, and then they count the votes again for the remaining districts to see who will be the first then. And that, if that person is not from the same ethnic group as the winner, will then have a chance to be the second coming from that here. Um, it's ridiculous what people will do, to what extent, to what length they will go. Just to avoid what is normal, which is one person, one vote. Whatever happens, let's go and It's, it's a full representative democracy. I'm uh, planning to, to be in the in the states uh, pretty soon, the uh, semester uh, to to continue with my classes in person. Do uh, other my duties, of course, will be able to do. Uh, to work on uh, some of, the, conduct some meetings remotely. I'm, I'm glad that we are getting closer to um, uh, finishing, whatever the outcome of the vote, finishing Congress and conventions, so that we can finally turn our attention to the future, uh, to the elections. One of the interesting changes in our violence is that we are now going to, if, or should the change be um, voted on by the delegates? We are going to have three vice presidents: mm. one coming from entity of federation, one from the Orfezera, one from entity of Podlaskie, and one from the They will not be representing those areas because we already have representatives from those areas in the presidency. But they will be truly uh, vice presidents at large, dealing with all the issues, just one way of of enlarging the number of uh, uh, members of the presidency. And uh, at the same time, uh, we'll help the president in conducting his duties because I'm going to ask each of them to pay attention to a specific thing within the regular political activities of the platform for Kyrgyz. Um We are slowly coming back to what we used to be, to be our principles, our uh, original setup. Um, we are um, we're learning, have grown a lot to learn that there are things that happen, and they will continue to happen, and we just need to have the mechanisms in power that will deal with it. We are um, getting more mature, more resilient. And you know what the best thing actually of all of this is that is that we have, throughout this process, uncovered people who truly believe in the idea, idea understand it completely and are willing to put their time and rest resources in it uh, despite the fact that they have a job a family but they are finding the way and the time to contribute they live our principles the walking ambassadors of the Platform for Progress. And I'm really excited about the, what is no longer just a proposition or possibility, but a certainty that we all have. Small, but we're uh, very, very strong and dedicated pool of people who will be uh, those representatives of the change that is needed that I was hoping to see? Though sometimes earlier, but perhaps you have to go to struggle to find uh, the diamonds, uh, and that is what's happening right now. Sorry for the short report. That's it.
1: Well, is it refreshing for you to know that's happening, it's existing, it's something that you've wanted, particularly moving into the year for the general elections coming up, that you've got that kind of support?
0: um, You know, after this initial run in 2018, when... Yes, I had people around me, but there was no structure, no organization. It was like a startup, and most of the decisions were made by me. After we went through that period of, of, of true freedom, and uh, where you can be true yourself and not worry about a million other people saying, Wait a second, they I I had to go through this committee, through that committee, through Uh, somehow when you mean well and you try to do well, something, something, some good things actually happen. But this time now we have an organization and creating an organization is not easy, especially an organization where you, for the most part, you don't pay, those are volunteers, where you cannot directly ask them to do certain things, you can suggest But then in that process, you somehow lose that sense of who you are, a sense of freedom, and then, and then tough things happen, and bad things happen, and bad things uh, are caused or made to happen. And you lose uh, for a while that um, sense that, that hope that it can be done, really, in the time frame that you originally thought it would happen. And then accepting this new reality, then you start uncovering these these rough diamonds, and then sometimes not so rough, very polished, but you haven't had a chance to see them in their glory. That somehow gives you your hope back and um, sense of energy and encouragement. And you're grateful and truly grateful. I'm grateful to those people because they're not doing this for me. They're doing this for themselves, for their children, for the country. And you can tell them from the way they behave and from the way they carry them, they themselves. And yeah, it is really, really encouraging and refreshing. I just uh, I just wish it, it had happened earlier. But um, in part, it was my fault. I was trying to be inclusive, everybody give a chance, rather than uh, when you see that something is not working, just cut it off, and what can you do? I mean, following through all the processes. But no, it's just too lenient. and In that process, when you do that, those who work hard and are not recognized, lose patience and they might leave. And that is why it is so important and I learned it in a big way here. When you find the right person, reward, keep, support that person, do everything you can that that is that is just right. And when you don't see that, when you see people who are opposite of that, those are that are pulling you, dragging you back, pulling you down, just... Uh, move on and uh, of course we don't have the the mechanisms to do exactly that but there are ways at least to let people know what it is
1: When you spoke at the beginning about this, what's going on in the country, the saber rattling again, talk of possible war secession, those types of things and I know I've asked you this before but I, I will ask again in terms of I know some of this comes up during or prior to an election year, but does it seem like there's more of it going on than would be the norm for just a general election coming up next year? More of what? More of the talk of possible war and, you know, secession and those types of things.
0: Well, it is certain that all of this is part of the campaign. It is certain. It is not the only thing. They are really trying to grab as much as they can, sensing the weakness of the international community. On the other, it is um, campaign. And by doing this, they are basically dominating the airways. They're dominating the thoughts of people. They instill fear again people need to have them protection. They are laying to waste the opposition, and are really setting it up as a, as a no contest elections since 22. It is amazing. It is amazing how sophisticated they are, crude in terms of the language they use and the steps they use, but sophisticated in in their reading the international community and reading the population and kind of language they need to give one or the other. It is just amazing. Um, And because of that, it is in their interest, not for them to talk about war, but for the citizens people to talk about the fear of war and uh, they are succeeding. Uh, I have to tell you it is probably the, the single most asked, asked question these days on national news uh, and uh, TV shows that are related to um social issues daily life political issues will there be a war a war or not will there be a war or not Mm. more talk than ever before since 1918 when i came back or when i
1: got engaged i should say in the in the political process and you had mentioned that you did speak with the U.S. ambassador. Um, any takeaways from that? I mean, what? Any? Do they are? Are they getting it of what's going on and don't want to do anything or what? I mean, I'm just curious. Well,
0: this ambassador is a is a is a curious for his position. Uh, precarious position. Precarious, he's a he's, Probably in about three months, he will leave. Uh, He will end his term, and the new uh, Ambassador Murphy, if if confirmed in Congress, will will arrive. So um, he cannot really say much, because he will not be the one conducting the policy. Second, it is obvious that uh, not only him, there were other diplomats at that dinner. It is obvious that they understand completely everything but they also understand the dynamic of relationships among the members of the so-called international community. And about those relationships, they cannot say much. So basically you talk to them, you see the complete understanding in their eyes, but at the same time, they can only uh, be reassuring, express concerns, and, uh, and hope that things will, will work out for the better, and encouragement that we all work together. I mean, it is a—I'm uh, not telling you exactly what he said. I'm talking about politicians uh, diplomats in general these days, so that adds, that's the message. Um, so, nothing that we talked about I can disclose anywhere that will be in a written form, but uh, one thing I can definitely say is uh he's a very well, well-meaning person. Uh, he's a very intelligent person. Uh, he completely understands what is happening, but he is doing what he has to do, promote the interests of the country he represents and uh try to be helpful as much as he can and he has my uh most respect
1: well i find it interesting in terms of what this is more of an observation but in lieu of everything that's going on in the country and messing with the electoral process and trying to pad it even more in favor of the nationalist parties that are in power and those sorts of things that why the national, international media does not jump on this. I mean, you hear stories in other countries that are quite similar or not even as bad as what's going on, and I can't figure out why it it seems to be it's okay that it's going on in Bosnia and no need to report about it. I mean, it's...
0: Right. It is... um... Probably the question of the market, so their sense of whether their readers will be interested in in the story like that. And they assume it's not going to be interesting, so why bother? But when you uh, occasionally there will be an op ed or an article in a, a leading European newspaper, and that article often shows clear understanding what is happening, or sometimes it may be a partisan piece that somebody maybe ordered in and it was written uh, to that effect. One thing I regret is that Europe, particularly Europe, is not aware yet of the importance of Bosnia and Herzegovina for its future. And that's something we talked about last night as well, uh, not with the ambassador, but with some other people. When we see Bosnia for what it is, a diverse country, religiously, culturally diverse, in one of the, within Europe, in one of the strategic geographic locations in Europe, where the Roman Empire split in two. Um, Another line was there between the Iron Curtain and and Western countries, Uh, where currently you have Chinese battling for economic influence, the Russians, Battling for political influence, uh, United States for the political and economic interests. When you see a country like that, that is struggling to to establish democracy, and the international community is supporting the bullies that are preventing the country to establish that democracy, and hopefully ascend to membership in the European Union, you cannot but wonder why is it that they don't see that this country, this Bosnia-Herzegovina, is actually the future of the European Union, not the other way around. In the following sense, Europe is going to become more and more diverse, like it or not. Whether they like it or not, they will be refugees will be coming forever, economic migrants. um, They are changing the picture of Europe. They will not be homogeneous for long when it comes to either religion or race or culture. And instead of looking at Bosnia and Herzegovina as a way to define what it should be, in the future in it, the European Union, how to arrange it politically, economically, socially, culturally, so that it retains that what it is, which is being Europe with its own value system. Instead of doing that, using using it as as, as an experiment, as a test, they are deciding to turn it into an example of how not to deal with uh, bullies, with tyrants, with autocrats, thus defining their own future. That is something that I don't understand. That they believe, that there's somebody there who believes that they can have, they can treat a country in Europe differently that they would treat, treat themselves. The citizens of the country with a different set of rights, less, lesser rights than what they have for their own citizens. And expect not to would-be not, uh, not uh, would tyrants in their own country uh, get an idea and say, oh, I can do it here as well. And I think that is a tremendous. uh, I think it's a mistake on their part. Uh, I think it's um, short sighted. It will come back to haunt them. Uh, And then they will have to pay much heavier price to fix things than what it will be now, even though right now, at that, up to this point, I think European Union has invested perhaps $3 billion in Euro, in, in Bosnia, actually, you know, and the United States and Japan combined $2.9 billion. And still, we have a country that is failing, and it cannot but It cannot help but remind you of of Afghanistan and possibly in Iraq, where you realize, the United States realized that you cannot build nations from the outside. It has to be done from the inside. And after all those years in Afghanistan, we pulled out, leaving the country probably in a bigger mess than it, it was when we
1: entered Afghanistan. Just one last one real quick, because I know you've got a TV interview coming. Just based, you know, the circumstances in the country, the things that are going on right now, do the members of the platform, do they remain upbeat with the elections coming up and what the possibilities could be despite everything that's going on right now?
0: becoming more upbeat. Uh, it was a down period because it was a constant attack, pressure, and so on. And now it's becoming uh, a more normal activity of an organization. I used the uh, three regional assemblies as an opportunity to explain the phase we are in, what it meant, what, was it, uh, what, what were the good lessons we learned and how we are turning things around, uh, why this is really a, a normal new life of a, of a, of a political party. And uh, that seemed to have lifted up many spirits. And we are now uh, really marching, um, pretty united together and, and upbeat. And I think those three regional assemblies helped I think this will help for the Congress. And, and um, then you get really busy when it gets closer to the election. Everybody um, finds its purpose, whether it is a candidate or somebody who can quote promote the candidate, somebody who wants to help uh, get elected, uh, help the party to, to do well. Uh, so we're getting in closer to that uh, more dynamic period. When it's all about
1: elections, and is the plan still to have candidates, you know, selected or whatever by the end of the year, January, something like that, that time frame?
0: Right. That is the that is the goal, um, and we need to. We actually. <laughs> Unbeknownst, unbeknownst to us. We we actually started that when we when we started going through the process of tough times. And we realized those uh, um unsung heroes or, or the pearls that we never recognized or the road diamonds or whatever. We uh, those are the people who we realize should be our ambassadors, should be put out front, should be on the list. So I think uh, this has actually, this death process has opened our eyes in many ways, and we are now <coughs> identifying those people who are going to be the, the, the spine, the, the key of this organization, and they certainly should find a sense of the list. So, yes, the idea is still to have that done by the end of the year identify the chemicals.